Today, you are going to get a front row seat to my 2023 Rugby World Cup Dream Team, who were the best of the best at France 2023. Now, of course, it's highly subjective, but let's assume that Planet Earth had to take on Mars at the Intergalactic Rugby Championships. These are the men that I would select to defend our honour. Let's get started. We'll start in the front row and the loose head prop for my team, there really is no debate here. It absolutely has to be Ox Nche. This man is possibly the strongest loose head scrummager in world rugby right now. And if you watched him in the World Cup final, it looks like he's got pretty damn decent ball skills as well. And he's a powerful runner to boot. I think we can say that had it not been for Ox, we don't know for sure if South Africa would have been able to win their quarterfinal and semi-finals, the impact that he had coming off the bench was monumental. Now, one of the things that makes it difficult to select South African forwards for a team of the tournament is that, generally speaking, they only play 40, 45, maybe 50 minutes, and then there's a swap. So it can be a little bit difficult to judge, but I do think that it's difficult to say that Oxenchair is not the best man at Lucid in the world right now. He starts in my team. How about Hooker? Piato Malvaca is the man who will wear the Hooker jersey. Quite incredibly, he isn't actually France's first choice Hooker. That belongs to Julien Marchand. But thanks to an injury, Malvaca was able to take his place in the middle of the front row for the host nation at this Rugby World Cup. And in my opinion, he was simply outstanding. I enjoyed his mobility. He seems to be a strong scrummager to boot, and he's not bad at the breakdown with one or two good jackling abilities, one might say. I was very impressed by Malvaka. And then on the tight head, I'm actually picking Malvaka's France teammate, Weenie Antonio. I thought he was the best tight head at this tournament. I was very impressed by him. From the very beginning, in the opening match against New Zealand, I thought, my goodness, this man is a beast. And sure enough, that is exactly the way it turned out. He helped France win that opening match. He also helped his country win their pool. And then unfortunately for them, maybe because of the draw, they came up against the team that would become the Rugby World Champions in the quarterfinal. Nevertheless, for me, Antonio was the best tight head prop at this tournament. Let's move into the second row now. And for me, there can be no doubt who wears the number four jersey. It simply has to be South Africa's Eben Etzebet. This man is gargantuan. Believe it or not, there are people who say that Eben had a quiet tournament. I strongly disagree. I thought he was colossal against Ireland in the pool stage. I thought he was massive against France in the quarterfinal. And then in the final against the All Blacks, he was wonderful. I think maybe in the semi-final against England, he wasn't at his best. But that was true of a lot of the South African players, I thought. And maybe that had something to do with physical and mental fatigue after that epic quarterfinal win over the host nation. Nevertheless, I wouldn't let that put a dampener on Eben. For me, he wears is the number four jersey in my team of the tournament and it's not a debate but perhaps debatable is who wears the number five jersey and while putting this team together it was quite interesting that I found that there were some positions where I felt that there wasn't necessarily a standout player and the number five jersey is one such example so I looked around and I thought okay who can we put in the other lock jumper alongside Eben. It's a bit. 
And in the end, I decided to go with Guido Petty of Argentina. I thought he had a very good tournament, especially when you consider that most of his Pumas teammates barely showed up for France 2023. I feel comfortable with Petty jumping in the line-out alongside Eben Etzebet and scrumming alongside him for our Team Earth. Now, if Petty is a man who is up for debate in the team, I don't think there can be any debate when it comes to our number six jersey, and that is worn by Petty's Pumas teammate, Marcos Kremer. This man was magnificent at the Rugby World Cup, and you could argue that he was the only Argentine that truly showed up for this World Cup. He was outstanding. And something interesting, just ahead of the Rugby World Cup final, Kremer was the top tackler, statistically speaking, at the Rugby World Cup. And speaking of being a top tackler, there can only be one man who will be in the blindside position, especially after that Rugby World Cup final. It has to be Peter Steph Dutoy. Now, I think we can say that maybe Dutoy had had a quiet tournament, certainly by his standards, which are exceptionally high. He was good at every stage in the World Cup, I thought. Maybe not brilliant, but he was good. And then in the final, he just took it up several gears. And it was because of him, I believe, that South Africa were able to lift that Webb Ellis Cup for a fourth time. Maybe not entirely just because of him. Everyone played well on the night, but Peter Steph de Toy was just on another level. And that is enough for him to force his way into this team. And then at number eight, I don't think we can have any arguments. It has to be Ardi Savia. He is probably the foremost eighth man in world rugby at the moment. And he showed as much during this Rugby World Cup. He really was excellent. And he was within a whisker of actually winning the tournament as well. Savia will wear the number eight jersey in our team of the tournament. Although I should say my team of the tournament, because maybe you are disagreeing with some of my selections right now. You can let me know in the comment section what you think. And I'm sure that the number nine jersey is one that is going to be up for much discussion. Again, this is one of those positions where I didn't feel that there was an out-and-out player that impressed at this World Cup. Faf de Klerk was very good. Aaron Smith was very good. Some people, by the way, I had a look at uh, other team of the tournament selections while I was preparing this, just to get an idea of what other people were thinking in relation to my own thoughts. And I found it very interesting that there were one or two that decided to go with Antoine Dupont at Scrum Half. Now, for me, Dupont is probably the best Scrum Half in the world. Maybe not even probably. He is the best Scrum Half in the world. But we're judging him on effectively three matches at this Rugby World Cup. The opening match against the All Blacks, he was good, if not very good. Uh, but I don't think he was spectacular. Then against Namibia, I mean, it's very difficult to judge any French player in a match against Namibia. And don't forget, he was injured in that match, and he made a miraculous comeback to take his place in the starting 15 against South Africa in the quarterfinals, where he was also very good. But I don't think that based on those three, dare I say, two and a half performances, that we can say that Antoine Dupont did enough to be in our team. And so I'm going to go with potentially a controversial pick. I'm going with Ireland's Jameson Gibson Park. I thought he was very, very good in the pool stage for Ireland. He was also good in the quarterfinal. And he was the kind of man who Ireland were happy to play off. They play off 9 and 10, to be quite honest. But also quite a good playmaker. I was impressed by Jameson Gibson Park. And I'm going to let him wear the scrum half jersey, certainly in a starting role for Team Earth. And that brings us to his halfback partner, 
at number 10. Now, who is going to be the fly half in our team of the tournament? Well, guys, I must be honest, I picked my team before the final and I actually had Richie Mwanga as my 10. But I put a little asterisk next to his name because I thought, hang on a second, the final could be determined by his counterpart in green and gold, Andre Pollard. And sure enough, in the end, you have to ask yourself, who do you want against Mars or Jupiter or Saturn in an intergalactic rugby championships final? Do you want Richie Mwanga, a man who missed a conversion in the Rugby World Cup final? Or do you want Andre Pollard, a man who kicked four out of four, and had he not done so, it's debatable whether or not South Africa would have won that final. I'm going with Pollard. He is the safe choice, if not the creatively spectacular choice, but Pollard is my fly half. And that in itself is quite remarkable when you consider that he wasn't in the original Springbok squad for this World Cup. He only came in on account of an injury and also missed the first three matches. But then he played against Tonga, played against France, played against England and against New Zealand. And I think especially in the latter two, you would have to say that had it not been for his presence, we don't know whether or not the Springboks would have gone all the way. He is a wonderful player and he makes the number 10 jersey in this team. Let's move on to the centers now. I think inside center is an easy one. It has to be Bundy Aki for me. What a runner. What a strong runner with ball in hand. His carries were exceptional. Not a bad defender either. And he helped himself to quite a few tries at this Rugby World Cup to boot. No doubt for me, Bundy Aki is our inside center. But what about outside center? This is another one of those positions where I don't think there was one player that truly stood out during the World Cup. And while I was giving it some thought, I thought, well, you know what? We could go with Gary Ringrose at 13, Bundyaki's center partner, because certainly as a partnership, the two of them were formidable for Ireland. I also thought about Rico Ioani, who was very, very good for the All Blacks. And then I thought, hang on a second, do you know who is the best outside center at this Rugby World Cup? Jesse Creel. Now, I'm going to be the first to tell you that I have not been Jesse's biggest fan over the years. I don't think that he is a particularly wonderful rugby player. But you know what? Let me apologize to Jesse. If you are watching this, Jesse, at this Rugby World Cup, you were brilliant. In my opinion, the best run of form that we have ever seen from Jesse in a Springbok rugby jersey. And you know what? What a time to do it too. Jesse was outstanding at this Rugby World Cup for South Africa. He helped the Springboks win the Rugby World Cup. And for that, he is my outside center. Hey, if you're enjoying this video, why not consider becoming a patron? You can click on my Patreon link. I'll put it on the screen as well as in the description box. And there will be great benefits for members. The wings pick themselves, and I know you might have a go at me because I'm actually picking two men who both wore the 14 jersey at this World Cup, but given the way rugby is played these days, I think that we can just move the one guy to 11, or maybe the one can play on the left for the first half and then in the second half uh, switch sides. I'm picking Damien Penor and I'm picking Will Jordan. You have to have the tournament's leading try scorer in your team. And Penno, well, again, had it not been for the awful decision to have the Rugby World Cup draw three years before the actual tournament, Penno may well have been a semi-finalist at the very least.
And that is how I actually end up having four Frenchmen in my starting 15, because my fullback is going to be Thomas Ramos. Now, I know I waxed lyrical about Andre Pollard and his kicking ability, but Ramos will actually be this team's kicker. This is a man who basically never misses a kick. But Pollard stays at 10 for his BMT, uh, even though I think you can again say that if I've got Ramos at 15, I could have gone with Moanga at 10. I'm sticking to my guns. Pollard is my 10, and Toma Ramos will wear the fullback jersey in our team of the tournament. Well, my team of the tournament. Let's look now at the replacements. And in typical Springbok South African style, I'm going with a 6-2 split. No, we're not going 7-1. We're not going to be that bold. We are going to go 6-2 then. We'll have an entire front row on the bench. Let's have a look at who they are. Andrew Porter from Ireland, a very, very strong loosehead scrummager. He is there. Julian Montoja, he is going to be the team's replacement hooker. And then this might be a little bit of a left field choice as the replacement tighted. Ben Tamefuna. Now, before you raise your eyebrows at me and ask, how did he get there? Well, I think anyone who watched Tonga at this World Cup will acknowledge that Ben Tamefuna is a powerful tighthead. He is an exceptional scrummager, and he's not a bad ball carrier either. He's got some decent ball skills. He scored a try for the Tongans as well at this Rugby World Cup, and he skippered the team to boot. I'm more than happy to have him on my replacements bench. Let's have a look at the locks now, or should I say lock. Will Rowlands is in there. I just thought that... Given that Wales had had a fairly decent World Cup, I think they exceeded expectations. For me, Wales were a team that I predicted before the tournament began that would lose in the pool stage. I actually had Australia and Fiji going through, but of course nobody could predict the disaster that was the Wallabies Rugby World Cup. So I'm going to go with Rollins on the bench. I'm happy for him to come on for Petty. I'm going to keep Eben Etzebet on the field, and that means that I'll have two loose forwards on the bench. And of course, loose forward number one absolutely has to be Kwaka Smith. Kwaka is the foremost impact player in world rugby. I don't care what anyone says. You cannot debate me on this. Kwaka Smith all the way he had to be on the replacements bench. And the other man that we're going to have there is England's Ben Earl. England are another team that I felt exceeded expectations at this World Cup. Again, you could say that they benefited from the draw being done as early as it was, and they were on the weaker side, like Wales uh, as well. And then obviously France and Ireland uh, were unfortunate in being recipients of being on the stronger side of the draw. But nevertheless, I thought, let's put Ben Earl in there. As far as England go, he was probably their best player at this World Cup, with an honourable mention, I think, to Courtney Laws. And we have to have two backline players now. And the first one is going to be Fuff de Klerk because, well, you have to have a scrum off on the bench, or at least that's what I think. Russi Rasmus and Jock Ninama will successfully argue otherwise, no doubt. But Fuff de Klerk is the guy that will come on in the second half. And the other player that has great versatility, and that makes him a great man to have on the replacements bench, is Bowden Barrett. These days a fullback, but he also covers fly half. And we could even put him in the centers. And you know what? We could put him in the wing or on the wing as well, I have no doubt. So that is my team of the tournament. These are the 23 men that will defend planet Earth 
at the Intergalactic Rugby Championships. Let me know what you think. Who would you have selected otherwise in a team of the tournament? And maybe there's somebody who you saw me select and go, ah, I didn't think of that one. Let me know what you think in the comment section down below. And guys, I want to say a big, big thank you from me to you for all of your support and your comments throughout this Rugby World Cup. I've thoroughly enjoyed putting together all of these bespoke videos for you. And next week, we are going to go back to normal on Front Row Rugby, where I interview Springbok heroes from the past. But we're going to start with a special series of five Curry Cup and Super Rugby related videos. So before we go back to talking about Springbok careers, I've got five videos coming up talking about domestic rugby. And I know you're going to enjoy it as you get to hear from the likes of Oli LaRue, Mark Andrews, Kurbis Visser, Korne Kricher and Andre Joubert once again. See you next time.